Did you know that podcasts are a great way to grow your personal and business brand voice? Here's the secret. We all want to feel connected to brands we buy from. What better way to humanize a brand than through sharing your story on a podcast? Kitcaster is a podcast booking agency that specializes in developing real human connections through podcast appearances. If you are an expert in your field, have a unique story to share, or an interesting point of view, it's time to explore the world of podcasting with Kitcaster. You can expect a completely customized concierge service from our staff of communication experts. Kitcaster is your secret weapon in podcasting for business. Your audience is waiting to hear from you. Go to kitcaster.com slash great to apply for a special offer for friends of this podcast. That's k-i-t-c-a-s-t-e-r dot com slash g-r-e-a-t. Again, that's kitcaster.com slash great. Welcome to I Think This Is Great with Clay Inferno. Today I am speaking with Akila Anderson of Uniquely Fit to You. Okay. Here we are. We're on I Think This Is Great with Clay Inferno, and I am here with my new friend, Akila Anderson of Uniquely Fit For You, and she has dropped some wisdom on me already, and we're going to get into it. Thank you so much, Akila, for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Clay, for having me. I'm super excited to be able to share and and connect in this way. So uh, what appealed to me about talking to you Instantly, when you search for you on Instagram or, or TikTok, you have these daily affirmations. And tell me a little bit about those affirmations and what that means to you. So my daily affirmations have been really special because they're very intuitive. I don't pre-write them. I don't mm. look them up. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what am I feeling today? And whatever kind of pops in my head of being strong for me, I just share that with the world. Mm. And it's been a really nice way of just getting myself in that positive light of just knowing that I can, that I am enough in the morning. And like I said, I just wanted to be able to share that, especially with everything with COVID of just giving a little more of light during the darkness that we've all been experiencing. And now we're a full year. I mean, when it first started, I think America, anybody, anybody in the world, you know, it's funny. One thing that I see, if you watch a movie or a TV show, we almost have a reaction now where it's like, look at all these people standing so close together. But we've never had that feeling in our bodies or our minds our whole lives. And then you ask your, your, your parents or your grandparents, no, this doesn't ever happen. You know, maybe there's some people that were they're probably not, maybe they were just born the hundred year pandemic a year, a uh, hundred years ago, yeah. but uh, yeah, no one has experienced anything like this. And wow, a year is a long time on the calendar to feel bad, right? It is just to have your life be literally flipped upside down in ways that nobody has seen before and being told, well, this is the new normal go. And everybody's like, wait, no, wait, what? And so mm-hmm. It's, it's just, it's been really a shakeup and a lot of people, including myself, it's been really rough. You know, the emotional roller yeah. coasters of it. Sometimes you're like, you know, I got this, that grieving cycle almost of I'm good. No, this isn't okay. It's like, <laughs> you can yeah. go through all of that. 
as as a collective, which is right. which is wild to see. Yet for a lot of people, you know, this has been a time of a lot of self-discovery. It's been mm. a time to reconnect to those things that are important, those things that we took for granted before. I know a lot of my friends are being able to spend time with their kids like they have it in the past. Right. And that in itself has been a struggle, but also a gift. And so it's, yes. it's being more mindful about a lot of those things. That's been really exciting to see if people choose to accept what's around versus yes. fighting against the inevitable. Right, right. And there's like, hopefully, some light at the end of the tunnel. It's not going to be like this forever. You know, this would be bad. This is like a prison sentence for a lot of people, you know, like it's not good. But there's definitely, you know, there's some there's some hope. And now I don't know if you feel this way, but it's, it's a broad generalization. But I feel a lot better now with by not having to crazily look at the news on Twitter all day, which I did for four years straight. I mean, it's like just so, it was so unhealthy and I couldn't stop myself from doing it. It was like eating a bag of Doritos every day and just (laughs) getting to the bottom of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just couldn't stop. I couldn't quit it. I couldn't quit it. And now things are like a little bit better as far as that's concerned. And like, can breathe a little bit better but you know it's still it's still hard we're still in the pandemic we're still absolutely absolutely and that's why with me I'm in this business that I'm doing it's really brought me into the space of mindfulness and Mm -hmm. embodying different mindfulness practices Mm -hmm. to help me get through in a way that's healthy and holistic I know a lot of people were getting really depressed and you know drinking or or doing mm-hmm. things excessive to to cope. And I did the exact opposite. I mm. started meditating more and just was really being thoughtful of my and mindful of my thoughts. And I'm just being like, okay, we can't change this. So what's the next best option? Like how can we use this time of being constructive instead of destructive? And and that's been awesome. You know, being given that time to mm-hmm. reconnect with yourself in that way. I feel like a lot of, like, there are a lot of people, at least I've seen that have. And I think the more of us that can do that, I think it's just going to help in the long run of how we interact in the future because we're adding that mindfulness practice into our lives. Yeah, because... We're going to see all those people again, right. the, you know, hopefully we, we will. What is uniquely fit to use business model, let's say, like what, what are you offering your customers or your, your friends that you're helping out? In your business? Absolutely. So those are a few things that I do to get back and serve. One is my jewelry. I make homemade jewelry with the chakras and utilizing that tool to understand emotions of being able to say, you know, am I feeling grounded right now? No. Mm. Okay. Then not everything's unaligned, but I'm just not feeling grounded. Am I not trusting myself and being able to use this jewelry as a way of understanding what you're feeling instead of just saying 
everything's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I am specifically here. Like, this is the one thing that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also do guided meditations, both one-on-one and again, intentional, intuitive. At that moment, I do group guided meditations. I do energy healing. And I also am going to be launching here soon this new project that I've been working on, which is this holistic workout of embodying meditation, breathwork, yoga, and low impact exercises Mm -hmm. um, to really have a mind, body, soul connected experience, which I'm excited to be able to provide as a way to not just learn about it, but actually use it. I feel like so many people go through classes and they learn about meditation. They learn about these things and they're like, what do I do with it? And with this idea that I have, it's like, let's do it. Let's put it in practice. Let's have a moment to calm our body down, but then also understand that meditation isn't just sitting. It's also moving and being present with yourself and your body in that way. And just teaching these beautiful techniques in a, in a different way. And you sort of mentioned before that you want to give back and, and, and your, your teaching, you get double the benefit because you're giving back and you're teaching, right? So you get to meditate along with everyone. And the one fun part about all of this is that proceeds from everything that I do is going to support suicide prevention and awareness because that's something that's been a part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I not only want to help teach people and coach people through what I've used to help me, Mm -hmm. but also just support the funding for those that need that accessible resources. So I'm excited to be able to partner. I'm looking actually to partner with a company here in Chicago that this coffee shop here in Chicago that hundred percent of their proceeds goes towards suicide prevention and awareness. So it's, it's all, it's all fun for me at this point. Like I'm, I'm truly loving life. It's just something I never thought I could say. I'm really, I have no regrets in my life, which is also something I thought I'd never be able to say. And to be able to look back at where I was to where I'm at now and to be like, we, we made it like there's, there's still a long journey to go, but like we've made it this far I just want to help bring other people to at least be here with me to know that there's, there's more, you know, mm-hmm. the semicolon. I don't know if you've ever seen the semicolon. I have seen that. I don't know what it means. Uh, I, someone told me what it meant, but my, I'm getting older and if I forgot. Absolutely. So <laughs> uh, the semicolon, which I have tattooed on my wrist is a suicide prevention awareness tattoo mm. of pausing. So if you think right. about a semicolon in a sentence, it's a pause. It's, it's not, not a period. stop. It's not the end. It's no stop. It's not a full stop. So it's just a breath. It's a pause for the story to continue. And I just want to help other people know that even if this is a hard time right now, it's just a season, mm. it's just a chapter, it's not the end. It's yeah. just a pause. And you have a constant reminder of that on your arm, which is which is so beautiful and you can you might forget you may forget kind of the thing 
I want to talk about meditation for a second. I feel like I've been, I'm about to have a surgery on my deviated septum. And I feel I've gotten to the point where I've recognized that things I've been doing to monitor my breath and feel relaxed that I've been doing for a long time, I want to say my entire life, I've actually been meditating quietly, trying to breathe because I wasn't getting enough air going through one nostril. So I'm not sitting on a, on a, on a pillow, but any other time I've read about meditation too, you can, you can meditate by laying on a bed and having one foot on the ground or just in a chair. There's other ways to get to that zone. And I took one meditation uh, class at a Zen center. And that time I feel like was a time when I actually did really meditate. I really, I really, my brain really did shut off. And I think people talk about meditation and say, you'll never get that again. It's like, you you can only do it (laughs) once or something, you know, but I do remember that. And I think about my breath a lot, but also trying to just relax the body and, and, and breathe. Absolutely. So I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of people think of meditation and they imagine just somebody sitting with their eyes closed in silence. And that is only a form of meditation. That's right. that's only a form. Um, you can meditate when you're laying down. You can meditate walking. You can meditate mm-hmm. dancing. Because meditation is just being present with yourself. Mm-hmm. And being present with your thoughts. It's not even about having your thoughts disappear. It's more about not allowing yourself to stop with your thought. Because right. once you stop, you're no longer being present. You're now stuck on that one moment. Mm-hmm. So if you can allow yourself to move those thoughts and just observe those thoughts then you're in meditation yeah and that's the beauty that i love with it because there's no one way right when i when i do guided meditations sometimes i will do sound bathing meditations so having Mm -hmm. my singing bowl Mm. you have that soft sound sometimes i will do affirmation based meditations Sometimes I'll do visualization-based meditations, Mm -hmm. which would be imagining yourself in a meadow and being present and breathing in the fresh air, hearing the noise around you, but they're all very different. Mm -hmm. And so it's really, whenever I have somebody that says, I can't do meditation, my first question is, well, what time? That one type might not have been a good fit for you, but that doesn't mean you can't meditate. And so being able to open even that awareness of knowing that there's not one way, but you can test to see which one works for you. And also know that different meditations are for different times. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I just sit and dance and I'm just vibing out. Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking about anything else, but the way that the sound waves are within my body and around me. Some Mm -hmm. days I just want to lay there and be silent and Mm. just focus even on my breath and even focus on what my thoughts are especially when I'm brainstorming and if I'm in a mode of like, I want to see what's going to come up and Mm -hmm. I'm opening myself up to that. 
I am now wanting my thoughts to be there. And I'm being present with myself and allowing myself that space to observe what's going through in case an amazing idea comes up. So being able to understand, I think will help so many people into knowing that they can. There's there's no right or wrong way and you can do whatever works for you. And that's why with my name uniquely fits you, Mm -hmm. it's all about what's unique to you. Like make it fit for you, not not make you fit for it. You said something I thought was really interesting about if you picture in your mind someone meditating, you say that, say those words to someone, picture in your mind someone meditating, you picture somebody in yoga pants and sitting on a on a mountaintop, and you think of uh, like a meme of what that means, and I think maybe people think, I can't do that, mm-hmm. but that's if you drop all of your ex, <laughs> literally drop all of your expectations of what meditation is going to mean. I, I think that, yeah, you, your service is great because you can get people to that place where they can understand that they are about to embark on a journey, but it's nothing strange and esoteric or you don't need to go find a mountain to do it. <laughs> And just knowing that everybody has different experiences with it. You mm-hmm. can have a room full of 10 to 20 people. Some person might say, I saw colors. Another person might right. say that they felt something. They felt a vibration within them. Even in that. And some people might just be like, I saw darkness. I saw nothing. Mm. It, it doesn't matter. It's Everybody is in their unique space. Everybody experiences it different. And that's, that's my biggest thing. It's just embrace the uniqueness of the experience. That's what's going to help you transcend into you being you and, and just embrace that. Because I feel like so many of us have been told we have to fit into this one box. And majority right. of us don't fit into that box. I've, I've attempted many times and every time I do, my inner child screams and throws a temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. And I'm just tired of letting her, I'm tired of suppressing her, really. Nobody fits into any box, actually. Nobody fits into what anybody's parents' expectations are for themselves, their expectations for themselves. Um, Talking about expectation, but I'm also talking about like when you're living your life, you can't, that can't be your goal is to be in. And, you know, it's the identify, don't compare. It's I am not that other person i am i am me and my goals are different than yours and you might have money and a fast car and a big house but you know if i can be happy in my apartment with my partner and our it's it's too small and there's things that i don't like about our apartment but i love it because i'm trying to be present about my day you know i'm trying to be present with her and trying to be present with just thinking like oh well this is this is really just temporary because we're going to be moving on to like a bigger apartment or something someday. But right now I love everything about my world. You know, it's just like appreciating what you have around. Absolutely. And it's understanding that that lifestyle isn't for everybody. Yeah. Not not everybody wants the big house with all the cars and, and to feel guilty and to not wanting that isn't okay. Like, some people that's just not what they want. I'm one of those people. I 
I like the simplicities of life. I like being able to travel and and to mm-hmm. experience what life is. I don't need a mansion. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> and I had a friend, they'd be like, well, you'd have somebody pay to help clean it. Okay, if I need to help somebody pay to help clean my house, I don't need that big of a house. Like, I just <laughs> don't need it. It's, right. But that's me. And that's okay, you know? And it's just allowing people to be like, look, you are okay to live the life that you want. You can create your own reality. You don't have to fit into anybody else's reality. And I feel like the more we can do that, especially when it comes to feeling like you're not accepted, feeling like you don't fit in anywhere, having that sense of depression, anxiety, you know, for me, when I felt that, when I felt suicidal in that moment, it was because I was wanting to fit into something that wasn't me. Right. Because I was being pressured and feeling like I had to. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I was like, you know what? I don't need that. I, why, why am I working so hard? To not be myself. Right. What is it about <laughs> that the things that someone else wants? Or actually, I mean, I guess with the expectations, I think I said it previously, but like you can have your own expectations you're not living up to, and you also can have other people's expectations that you're not living up to. And they're both pretty sinister. And they're okay. And I think that when you reach a certain level, you're like, that's okay. It's okay to have that voice. That's like, you're not good enough. You know, it's just like, it's okay to have that voice, but to kind of deal with it. <laughs> and to <laughs> even know, like, work around, like anytime I have that motion or that, that sound, because at this point it's all in my head mm-hmm. before it was not right. in my head, before it was external. Other people were telling me I was not enough. Other people, sure. that's how it felt this time yeah, around. That's absolutely. not happening. Now it's myself telling me I can't. Mm-hmm. However, I have now learned that when that piece of me comes up, because that was an old coping mechanism of a defense. Now, whenever I hear that coming up to myself, it's like, oh, this must be important. And this is scary because it's new and unfamiliar. Yes. So now I look at it as in like, okay, what's this obstacle that I am needing to overcome that like my ego self or this old protection is, is bringing up these things, but being like, okay, no, you're safe this time around. Nothing's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. It's unfamiliar, but we're safe. And so now it's more of this like check-in and being like, oh, okay. Am mm-hmm. I actually safe? Am I not? Oh, I mm-hmm. am. Okay. I know why you're here, but we're good. You can go back to sleep. Like we don't need to go that route. And so now it's just using it as its own, just changing the tool and just being like, now it's here to help me know that I'm on the right track on getting to where I want to be because it's going to shake me up a little bit and being like, okay, this is new. You're stepping into new territory. Right. What are you going to do about that? Are you going to run from it or are you going to stay and play and see where it goes? And being able to convert that has been quite amazing and it's transformed my life in so many ways. <laughs> so many uh, really, ways. It really sounds like it has. And, and what, one thing you just mentioned it sort of relates to a topic I want to talk to you about is, is the idea and the feeling of safety, right? So how do you feel, how are people now, like physically they feel unsafe leaving the house? And then sometimes people feel there's probably a couple of different categories as far as where people are on their employment scale. Maybe they're collecting unemployment. Maybe they're working. Maybe they're 
maybe they're not working. Maybe they lost their job and they and they have like real big boy and girl adult problems of fear, doubt, insecurity, money, money problems, things like that. So on a literally a global scale, in a way we haven't seen is people's safety being at risk. And mm-hmm. then there's your own, there's your own safety about like the, the voices inside your head or, or, or your own thoughts. I, I find that it really is like the number one topic right now is safety. And if you can use meditation to feel a little bit safe and secure, and I, I'm actually, I'm working, I'm not working full time, but I'm working part time. That's good. I can, you know, you can convince yourself that you do feel safe and that you have a roof over your head and you're warm. Absolutely. And that's why for me, again, the chakras really help with that because that is the root chakra. And another piece of that, for those that are unfamiliar with the chakras, the chakras are the exact same thing as the Maslow hierarchy of need. The way that that the grids are written, the grades that the colors are, what each level works in, they're the exact same. Um, I came upon this by accident. Somebody showed me the Maslow hierarchy need. I was like, oh, that's the chakras. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, that's, that's literally the chakras. The, and... the wisdom of the ancients also <laughs> always coincides with, with the science in, a, in really wonderful ways. You and know? it's beautiful. It's really cool. And so understanding beautiful. that piece, the very base of the Maslow hierarchy of need and the root chakras, that's all about security and stability family, Mm -hmm. finances, housing. And now it's a matter of globally, everybody does not feel grounded. Globally, people do not feel grounded. So it's a matter of, okay, what can we do to feel grounded again? Is that reworking budgets to rework where you are so you have that security and knowing, okay, maybe money wasn't what it was. However, I know where my money is now and understanding budget. Thing. That was the first thing I actually did as a part of this journey that I've been on. When I was unemployed, when I was looking for work a few years ago, the first thing I did was, okay, we got to redo the, our budget. We got to figure mm-hmm. out where we are to figure out our needs. And I told myself, even at that point, I was going to be debt-free. And I'm excited to share that I am actually hitting that goal this year. Oh, I'm so jealous. Awesome. Go. That's That's really awesome. That's a great, that's a great, great. That's a safety thing, like you're saying. Like, I, I paid off my student loans uh, a, a long time ago, but I did it. And that, when I did that, it was unlike any other feeling I've ever had. I'll never forget where I was. It was like those his big historical things. Like, you always remember where you were, 9-11. Or yeah, like, yeah. I remember I was on I was on a boat. I was on a ferry from, from Woods Hole to Nantucket to, on vacation with my family. My family's all wow. around me. And there was spotty internet on this boat. And I just I hit send and paid my last $130 toward my, my college education. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. I felt like Titanic should be on the front just of the boat. Like, like this. Yes, I'm free. It's an amazing feeling. And, and just being able to help with even that, you know, that's something I also want to get back for anybody that's looking for that. Just sharing even my budgeting tool that I've used oh, just to get nice. to build that security, to build 
something. I had nothing else, but I was like, I'm going mm. to take control of my finances right now with no job, not knowing how I was going to do it. I just knew I was like, if I can, can't control anything else, I'm going to work really hard on controlling this. And so it's just building that security wherever it is. And then embodying again, those affirmations of safety of I am enough. I can do this. I feel safe. I am grounded. I know that things are a little shaky right now. That's okay though, because mm-hmm. I will overcome this. And so it's allowing yourself to know. Everybody you speak with, I tell them to take the word try out of their vocabulary. Because mm. try is a way of being like a taste test. Like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to take a dip. I might not go all the way in. So anytime I talk yes. to anybody, I'm like, no more try. I'm working towards I'm in progress of, I'm on the way of going into this, whatever, Mm -hmm. make it a journey, set yourself up to know that you're going to reach it It might take a little bit. It's no longer a try. It's no longer a taste test. You are working towards, it is going to happen. You are going to become, you're going to embody this moving forward. So even having that just gives you that space of grounding and knowing that I can do this. I will overcome this. I am mm-hmm. safe within myself. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I know for me, it was a needed thing. And one of those things I tell myself all the time when I feel that fear, like, nope, I am safe. I am secure. Things are a little shaky right now. That's okay. I can't control external things. I can only control what's in me now. And what's within me now is the truth. And the truth is I'm okay. I've just, I'm, I'm bobbing my head along because it's like I'm listening to like my favorite music because this is really music to my ears. I identify with what you said, especially because when I was getting sober, my part of the technique was, was going to a therapist and she was inspiring lady. And she sort of, she used reverse psychology with me and was like, I dare you to go to AA. And I was like, well, to prove you that I can do it, I'm going to do it. And I did it. She really tricked me to going, thinking that I was going to show her that I was going to go there and I wasn't afraid. Uh, but one of the best sessions we ever had she, was the, uh, she dropped, she could tell that I'm just total nerd. She, she was like, what did Yoda say? And I'll never forget this she threw a pen on the ground or something. And she's like, you know, are you going to pick up the pen? Or are you going to try to pick up the pen? You're, you're going to, you're going to either do it, but there's no, you know, do or do not. There is no try. You're going to do it or you're not going to do it. It's, it's pretty binary. There's try means nothing basically. And that really turned my head around. <laughs> really that, that did it. That, that may be, that maybe was a, as important as the lessons I built in early sobriety when I was going to those meetings. And I know I, I, I talk a lot about my sobriety on the show. I, I don't mean it to be like, like, a, like a big judgmental thing, but I have, I have some time so I can kind of reflect on my life a little bit more. And, uh, and it's a lot of other people's stories and, and a lot of people have misconceptions even about, people that are that are sober in this way or that but mostly I, the people i know in my life that are sober are like better people than they were before but 
but yeah, she gave me that, that lesson and man, was it powerful. It was more powerful than almost anything in my life. That, that one moment right there. Yeah. A coworker shared that with me. We've been working. He's been helping me with decoding my language. Mm. So removing try, removing if, removing but from my mm. vocabulary. That's pretty hard. Which is an obstacle, and it's using those words accurately. So with mm-hmm. the word if, for example, I can say, hey, Clay, if you need anything, let me know. Mm-hmm. Or I can say, when you need to talk, hit me up. Wow, that is really different, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow. And that there's that old saying, which is like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Wow, that's a that's a good one because it's that's a promise. You just made a promise to me. You just made a promise to me that you are going to talk Correct. to me when I need it. It's not a question mark. If in that kind of context, now if you use if the way it's meant to be, if there's there's certain aspects the word if is useful, but the way sure. that we use it currently is a lot of like, well, if you need anything, let me know. If you need to talk, let me know. No, there's a lot of nonsense of just. Right. You're blurting out words and they don't really mean anything. I they mean, really you have a good intention. It's probably open. something like, hey, you know, need anything later. You kind of even trail off. Your uh, it's kind of this maybe statement. And then you feel like, okay, can I, can I reach out to them? Can I not? I don't know. And then maybe the person that says it is like, I hope they don't need anything. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I, I said it, but I really hope they don't use it. You know, it was just sad. Where instead of me being like, nope, when you, or when you're ready to talk, I'm here. Mm-hmm. When you need somebody to reach out to, I got you. It takes the if. It's a, it's a direct. I have your back when you are ready to talk. Mm-hmm. And that in itself, and using that, even like I, right now I have a day job. I change that with my clients. I don't say, mm. hey, please let me know if you need anything. I say, call me. whenever you have a problem, call me. I have to, I have to start doing this. I'm going to try to do it. No, I'm not going to try. <laughs> I'm going to do, do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to apply this lesson uh, because I think it's super valuable. Wow. It really is a promise. And a, promise. a lot of people talk about integrity and being, I am a man of my word, but I, I do what I'm, I say that I'm going to do. If I can't do it, I say no. And, the saying no thing, let's, let's go into that little tangent. Just, let's open this up for a little let's bit. Let's open that. I love it. I was fiercely loyal to my, my last job, and I loved it. It was great. But they really, I don't want to say they really did it because I don't think it was intentional and I was giving it. But I was working basically what I see now rationally as three separate people's jobs at least two at least two different people's jobs not i don't need to be the publicist the manager the hr person the person that deals with you know some sort of physical problem in the building it's a lot to have all of that but i gave it i gave it my all because i loved the place where i was at and i loved all my friends were surrounding me and i was thinking like Wow, I know I don't get paid all that much, but isn't this a cool job being the manager of a nightclub? But I was the manager of the nightclub and plus 
plus 10 other things there. I mean, people, it was part of my ego, my identity, like, you're, wow, you're such a cool guy, you know? But had I had some moments to reflect, I would have said, I would have set a lot of boundaries because I was just adding more and more and more to my plate, but people were asking more and more and more. And I would always do it. I would always come through because I wanted to be the guy that always comes through. He always comes through. But there's a little bit of a doormat-ish kind of thing that happens too, where it's just like, he'll do whatever. Oh, he'll do it. He'll he'll right. do it. So I think, man, being able to say no, wow, what a powerful tool that is. Because I'm totally not crazy anymore. I mean, I am, but like the kind of crazy that I was when I was just doing everything all the time has completely disappeared. Wow, am I a different person. Yes, I would totally agree with that. I have been working really hard on setting that boundary for myself in all aspects of my life of saying no or saying, you know, I'd love to, what's the deadline? Right. Can I actually fit this in my bandwidth instead of just arbitrarily saying, yes, I can to be more specific about what the expectation is to actually mm-hmm. see if I can do it. Sometimes I can't. And even telling myself, that's okay. It is having okay. That, having that be embedded for so long on being more of a people pleaser and having that have to say yes and have to say yes. And now you're talking to yourself. It's okay to say no. You're safe to say no. Even that, like you're safe to say no. It's okay to say no. Don't feel bad about saying no. You deserve that respect for yourself too. If they don't give it to you, that's on them. That's a them problem, not a you problem. And it's just the power of no. It's the power of no. (laughs) It's so good. And I don't know if this is your experience, but I'm going to assume that it is. Because as a a people-pleasing type of person that I am, that I, I just told you how I went way beyond in that job, constantly in my life since then, whenever I've doubted saying no to somebody, I can think of a a clear example of when that person said no to me or that person wasn't available because they turned their phone off and they went on vacation and you didn't hear, you actually just didn't hear from them. That seems like so crazy to me. These people that maybe want something from you and that's fine because we all need to rely on each other to get things done. But the, I, now I think, well, that person wouldn't, way hyper extend themselves for me why would I do it for them it's like pretty pretty wild when you start to think about that way those people are able to turn their phone off why can't I right (laughs) it was funny I actually as I've been going through this journey and connecting with people to either coach with me mentor me there's one person I met and it was a it was a it was a hard life lesson I'm thankful the universe had my back in this one Mm -hmm. Because she was explaining what she did, and she basically was like, if it's not an F, yes, it's a no. And I was still hesitant, but still allowed her to finagle me into signing up with her. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I was able to kind of get back and just be like, you know what, this isn't really a good fit. Found out I actually wasn't a good fit. Thankfully, right. the universe brought that clarity in, and I was like, look, you know what, actually, this isn't, so we were able to work things out. Mm-hmm. After that, though, and I was like, she literally told me if it's not enough, yes, it's no. And I still didn't listen. And so now I'm like, okay, 
how do I feel in my body? Is this a body excitement? Am I all in? If not, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> like, no. If I'm not feeling it, no. If I'm not and super that, excited about it, no. Yeah, that it's sounds... Maybe, it's a no. <laughs> right, like, that sounds like that... That, that person maybe was something something we were wrong and it wasn't a, a good fit for either way in the direction, but they were able to give you the tools to describe how you were feeling about it yourself. They did. It was gold. It was, it was how great is that? And that's like every experience I have, I have no regrets because there's always a lesson. There's always a lesson in everything. It's being mindful of why did this happen the way that it is? And I'm like, okay, I got to meet her. Because one, I learned that she does something very similar to me. Mm-hmm. And that for me was like, cool, there's more people out here wanting to share this, wanting to embody this, wanting to help others in the space. And then I was also given the, this lesson of really listen to yourself, trust your intuition, trust what's going on. This is something you've been working on. Now use it. It's like the universe is like, all right, you have all these tools. Let's do a taste test. Let's do a test. And, and it was a bump. However, mm-hmm. now I know, and now I keep growing and utilizing it and really listening to myself and whatever it is, if it's friends wanting to just kind of get together, I really don't have the time, or if I really don't feel comfortable doing it, no, right. let's find another time. Right. It's easy to say no now. <laughs> no, is, no is my favorite word now. It's like becoming a world <laughs> all over again. You know, yeah. you know, little kids are always like, no, 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 or why? <laughs> yeah why why that's why a, is that's another like, one that i've been asking a lot i feel sometimes i'm embodying like my inner three-year-old just no and why <laughs> that's the advanced that's the, your advanced classes that you move on to why oh, uh, why? <laughs> uh, why is great one one thing i want to touch on something you just mentioned was you're on this journey yourself but you're also you're you're a teacher and you want to share your gift but also you mentioned that you have mentors. So that's really important too, mm-hmm. is to how are you going to be better at what you do without seeking some guidance and in the sort of metaphysical meditation space, it's, it's kind of, you know, you really want a, <laughs> a guru, but then they say, oh, I take the take it or leave it kind of thing you know if they're like super if they're onto the why already then <laughs> but but it seems like that's a good lesson too is to to keep learning keep developing right absolutely learning is my new favorite thing like i said i feel like i'm in this like renewal of life i just want to learn more i want to connect with more people because a lot of the things that i had intuitively came to me mm-hmm. um, which i'm very grateful for at the time when I was doing meditation, I wasn't going to classes. I didn't do a lot of research. I just decided to sit with myself and just be present with myself. Mm. Even learning more about energy work. Again, that was something that I knew prior. And then it kind of came up of learning it more in the form of Reiki. And I was like, oh, I'm interested. Mm -hmm. Didn't really know what it was. Mm -hmm. And it was just ability to hone something I was already interested in intuitively So now I've been more so finding guidance and mentors to expand on what I was already able to gather myself just to help me grow in my Mm -hmm. journey of asking Mm -hmm. questions, of connecting with people who've done it much longer, learning more intimate details that do take research 
and now I'm in that space. Before I was just in this very closed, let's find out what works for me. And now I'm in, okay, we found these tools. Let's expand on them. Mm-hmm. And so the last, I'll say six months or so is where I've really been connecting more with those around me and networking mm-hmm. and, and learning from others that are just in that maybe next phase of, of life that I'm in. Cause right. it's, it's always, right. it's always a journey. That's what I tell people all the time. They're like, I just want to be happy. And it's like, it's no, there's no finish line. Enjoy the process. Just continue to grow. There's no, we stop here. You know, I had that thought a while ago where I was feeling myself coming out of this cycle, out of this season. And I was Mm -hmm. excited. I'm like, yes, like we're here. We're in this butterfly mode. And it was like, nope, we're going back into cocoon. I'm like, like, I thought this was going to last a little bit longer. However, I'm grateful because that just means that my cycle of growth is just speeding up and I'm able to grow faster because I'm more mindful of that growth. I'm more mindful of when these obstacles are. I can, I can hit them more head on and being like, all right, this is super Mario. We're leveling up each and every Mm -hmm. time. Like what's the superpower we're going to get. And, and now it's excitement. Like it's, again, I feel like a child just like learning new things all the time and just Mm -hmm. finding all these new ways of just enjoying life in a way that I didn't think possible. Like I didn't think that this would be my life. I did not think this would be my mindset. And the fact that it is, it's like, I didn't enjoy this. Like this is, it's like a whole new world. It really is. It's, it's beautiful. And, and kind of in, in a similar way, in a more, I I guess I wanted to say like in a more practical way, like in a skill set kind of way, I've taken this time where, that was me in the previous story where I'm working part-time and not working full-time, by the way, spoiler warning. But I've taken that other time to take classes. And I've taken that other time to, to learn at my, my craft and, and revisit a video editing idea that I had in my head. I, I graduated college a long time, 20 years ago. And and I had a video minor there. We were using tapes, edit video. So I was like, why don't I know how to edit video anymore? I should figure it out. I have a fancy computer. And those are those are actions taken for me that are like practical, but it, there's a spiritual thing to that too, where I'm leveling up, I'm leveling up. And, and even when I was looking for people's, to be on the podcast, I probably would have been pretty scared to enter a Facebook group and, and ask if there's there's people that wanted to be on my show. But man, I'm so glad I did the last last few conversations I've been with people I don't know, whereas previously before it was people I did know. So I'm like opening up my world in a way that's really enriching, but it's really connecting with, with my guests here. It's like really something that I I feel really grateful for. So again, thank you for coming on the show. But but yeah, that leveling up is is powerful. You're, you can really, really feel it in yourself. You really can. And that's why I say anytime there's like this shakeup or when something I am like, all right, right our next obstacle. I'm also a runner. So this is why mm. I use this analogy a lot. I, I've been a runner my whole life, obstacle runners, doing like tough mutters, things about nature. So I use that nice. analogy of like, it's coming to an obstacle. Some of these obstacles I can do by myself. I have to figure out a strategy on how to overcome. 
some of those mm-hmm. obstacles, you need help. You physically cannot do them by yourself. You might want right. to, but you just, you just, you have to have another person help boost you up always or pull you up help. or something. You right. always have to ask for help. So being able to use this analogy and being a runner, being like, great, there's some obstacles I can do. There's some obstacles I need help. Either way, I'm going to overcome this obstacle and level mm-hmm. up myself. And now I just get mm-hmm. excited. Like every time there's an obstacle, I'm like, all right, we're about to, <laughs> we're about to g- gain a new level in, in life. And, and now it's like, it's a fun game almost. Like it's your own, it's your own video game. Like your own avatar just leveling up each day. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And then, you know, part of, part of my show is, is too that you're going to, I think you called it cocooning, but part of it is, some downtime. Some of it is you can't have all the good and all the leveling up feelings of really awesome without like a twinge of of like feeling like you don't deserve this or that or like being bummed out or just being like, have I been in quarantine for a year? What the heck? You know, like that that's all that's all part of this big pie of life it's you're going to come around to that part too and i think it's also part of that healthy balance so if you think of like yin and yang in that light Mm -hmm. that you have to have like that darkness and you have to have that that light you have to have both you can't be on a high all the time you can't be on a low all the time they balance each other out to give you gratitude for both those that have (laughs) you know those that have i feel don't can't always relate to those that don't because they've Mm -hmm. never really been there or they don't know how to be there so it's hard to have that conversation where when you have somebody that has nothing and then they get something now you have that that balance of of gratitude of knowing where you came from knowing where you're going and now you have that continuation of gratitude which just helps you be in that 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 balanced state of being of knowing that you need those dips you just don't want them to dip too deep you know, just, it, just a right. Slip, exactly. Slip, then. That's a very like good a little point. roller coaster, like a mini roller coaster, like a baby, like yeah. a kid one, you yeah. know, the little, the little, the little waves, not the, not the big ones. And, <laughs> and that helps just balance you within and knowing that, all right, I'm here. Like for me, every time I kind of feel myself kind of getting into that, like kind of lower vibrational space, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I need to reground. I'm going back to the chakras. I'm in back into the rerouting stage of my life. What needs to be replanted right now? to flourish. I did my logo specifically that way. It's a tree. It's a, it's a person in the middle mm-hmm. with, with branches um, and roots and embodying that because it takes that regrounding and that replanting, setting those seeds up for your success. And just know you can continuously plant new seeds. That's why I love, I'm a huge Disney person. Mm-hmm. I love their movies. As an adult, I've actually rewatched them and have taken a, like a psychological approach to them. Interesting, uh, nice. It's just been, it's just been fun. I've been told I should make like a YouTube series or something on just sure, my sure. like psychological analysis of Disney. But one of the, the one of the movies, Inside Out. Have you seen? Oh, that? I love that movie. I love. Great we, movie. I think we had only seen it recently because we wanted to watch Soul, and we were like, yes! "I want to watch Soul until we watch Inside Out. We know it. We can watch it now. So let's watch." I love. Have you seen both? Yeah, yeah, we did we did inside out first and then soul. And soul. Beautiful movies. Talk about like connecting back to self. Disney did a beautiful job with this. 
with that movie, one thing I love about Inside Out is their representation of exactly what I'm explaining. You have mm-hmm. Riley who had her life be the stability that she's known her whole life. And then her dad was like, nope, we're going to move across the country. Completely ungrounded. Mm-hmm. Everything about her of her life completely unruined in the way that she didn't feel like herself. And they did a, such a beautiful way of explaining that visually and having each of these tears be crumbling down and thinking like, oh, no, my life is over reality she was being set up to be able to plant not just the three but like an additional aspects to her life and to grow them into this beautiful way like they did such a beautiful job of just showing that transformation of being unrooted being in that cocoon stage of of not knowing where to go being able to plant these new seeds and growing i i i just i that's how i took it i i I absolutely love that visualization that that they used in that that's that's so great. Uh, actually, my other podcast, we, we talk about movies and stuff. So uh, I'm totally prepared to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing that one thing about that movie was so great and other great pieces of art in that way are that you almost don't even like, you almost don't want to share those lessons with the kid. Like when you watch that movie inside out and you learn from it, you're like, oh, wow, this is so relatable. It's so like, it's such an adult movie and a kid's movie at the same time. It, it, it has enough for everybody. And uh, I think that just like you're saying, like you can reflect on your past or, or your present, mostly your present, because I definitely believe in another thing you said was, is to let go of regret. One of my favorite lines from one of my favorite songs is, is 311. Trust your instincts, let go of regret. Trust your instincts, let go of regret. I've led my life like that even before I was sober. I would always remind myself of that. Trust your instincts, let go of regret. And yeah, Inside Out was just, it was, it was so awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah. I actually I'm, did. I had this weird moment actually with regards to letting go of regret. Uh, last year I had this like surrender day that's the only way mm-hmm. I even describe it I did this virtual event that was sound bathing meditation mindfulness yoga just the entire thing mm-hmm. virtually and after I did that I ended up reading one of my old journals and found that one of my old journals had I regret insert written mm. on like five pages mm. And a bunch of other things. I, I saw old narratives. I was still speaking that I had written when I was really small. And mm-hmm. with this particular insert, later on that summer, I actually took that journal with me camping and ended up throwing those papers into the most massive bonfire I've ever had. Wow. I've never seen. What a great symbol. Instantly started crying. And just was like, wow, I didn't really think that it was going to have that kind of an emotional pull because I hadn't really, yeah. but really since that day, I just, none of those things, like I don't, I don't regret life. And I've been through a lot of trauma. I've had my own ups and downs and I'm just grateful for them because they've helped me grow. Like mm-hmm. They've helped me grow. And it's just, it's just powerful. Just the power of the mind and understanding yeah. it in a way is, yeah. It's just beautiful, you know. And there's uh there's the whole philosophy of uh, in your physical space, like the the Mary Kondo, like does this give me joy? 
or can I get rid of this or can I donate it or anything like that? I used to watch a lot of <laughs> hoarders on TV and I would be like, oh yeah, they're really going to clean this person's house out. And it's like, this is trash. This is a donation. This is something we need to look at. And, uh, and sort of metaphorically, you did that with your journal. He was like, I don't yes. need this. Right. This is not bringing me joy. It, let it burn the whole thing down. Literally, it's like this isn't serving me in any way, and none of what I said was true. Nothing that was written down was true for me anymore. I didn't believe it, so why keep it? I just chose to burn it. I didn't. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to throw it away. It needed to to literally disintegrate in front of my face. Can you explain to me because I know a bit about Zen meditation. Mm -hmm. I know a bit about some of these things. I used to work at a book publisher and we published all these amazing books from, from Bruce Lee. We, we published books about, from, about Reiki and meditation. And I would, I would read the transcripts as they came in and, and things like that, but I'm not like very well-versed on it. Can you explain to me the, your jewelry in your Etsy store as it relates to this? And your, your chakras? I would love to hear about that. because I don't know. So I know people it. can't see this. However, I'm going to show you because um, this is how I teach them. So I actually have a couple of my bracelets here with me. Oh, perfect. So one of my, this is a full chakra set. Mm-hmm. And with this, it's a way of balancing. So being able to do a body scan, I actually wear one around my neck as well. And when I see myself, now it's a matter of, okay, am I feeling grounded? Am I feeling secure? Mm-hmm. Am I trusting myself? Am I loving myself? Am I able to speak clearly? And am I opening myself to having different perspective? Am mm-hmm. I not in alignment with myself? And if the answer is no in any of those questions, now it's a matter of, okay, I might not be trusting myself right now. Why? What's going on? What's preventing me from trusting myself? Like, mm-hmm. why am I in this sense of doubt? Is this because of something that happened before? Is this because of something that's happening now? And now you can do some introspective work to really heal actively because you're now able to target it instead of, you know, something I would say all the time is everything sucks. (laughs) I have no friends. Everything sucks. Life is awful. Mm -hmm. Like that's not true. I know it's, it's one thing. And now it's a matter of, okay, where does that lie? Where am I carrying that energy? Mm-hmm. do I do I not feel grounded in myself like do mm-hmm. I not is it there and so my jewelry is there to help with that so also another one I have now is my my sets so this mm-hmm. one is with regards to grounding so it's mm-hmm. giving you those bottom three pieces of security mm. trusting yourself am I feeling secure within myself am I feeling grounded within myself mm. I also have like a, a heart one. So this is a heart centric one, which has really These are all beautiful, by the way. I mean, they look, they're, they're, they're really nice looking. <laughs> I bead all of I them myself. Um, I make different so designs nice. and different unique variations. And I just use them as that, as a way of just connecting to self. In addition to the jewelry, I gift an affirmation card, as well as a chart that shows all the chakras and mm. how you can use them to help yourself in, in mm. understanding your emotions that I send with each and every bracelet. That is so, 
Awesome. And you showed me your tattoo earlier. I like that you have constant reminders of grounding yourself. Absolutely. Actually, all my tattoos are that way. I have quite Mm. a few. This one also is that way. It's a butterfly. Mm. With regards to my story, really, I feel that this aspect, the person you're seeing now was birthed from me surrendering for myself and being like, I need help. Like actively, Mm -hmm. this isn't just a lie. I'm not just going to go to therapy and be like, everything's fine. It's like, no, we're actually going to start opening up. We're actually going to release some of these things that we've been keeping to ourselves. And I actually admit it myself because I was like, I'm, I just need help. Like I'm just, I'm done carrying this for myself. Mm -hmm. And after I got out of that, I went and got this tattoo, which is a Celtic butterfly. Mm -hmm. It's just another reminder. So it's a matter of pause, take a breath and also understand you're in the form of transforming your constant transformation. And I just have those at my wrist at all times. So regardless of what I'm doing, Great. I can always sit down and just be like, all right, take a breath. You're just and transforming. Yeah, I mean, and you may forget and, and just look down, right? It's, it's really a reminder. You know, really oh, like, wow, I feel like pretty. Because I think, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a okay to have those dips on the roller coaster. It's also okay to have those high manic states i get there too you know i just think my brain isn't balanced out correctly or whatever you know you get that manic state it's like why am i so crazy well maybe i should have not had three pots of coffee today maybe that's it (laughs) or the one thing i learned in AA, but it's it's totally relative to everybody else any anyone anyone is the halt are you hungry are you angry? Are you lonely? Are you tired? I ask myself those questions. I love that. Oh, that's a that's a good one. That's a really good one. Oh, um, I'm gonna write that down. Because I, I was helping my girlfriend last night shoot some videos. She's a dancer, and it was it was getting late, and I was like, I need food. Like I can't do this without food, and end up like what's the only food around this pandemic while i had to go to mcdonald's and i got like some food that i didn't feel great about but i really need to eat something and i got back to the studio after waiting for a while to get my food and i just said and she was like are we gonna put the music over this i said i just can't even right now i can't even talk and then as soon as i ate (laughs) my fries or whatever I was back to being a normal person, but that was because I was hungry Mm -hmm. and I was angry that I had to wait. And I was lonely because I was waiting for myself by myself in McDonald's. Not not really, but like, and I was, I was actually hired, tired. I might've been all four. Like, so I was like, I just need a second. I need to replenish. And then, and now my blood sugars back up and I'm fine. But that's all it was. It's all it is. One of the affirmations I have on my TikToks that I've actually said a couple of times is to remember that each day is a new start. That's just it. Just each day is a new start. That's it. And that's another that's program thing. It's a, you got to make it, it. It's not thinking about whether you're going to open up a beer tomorrow. It's today. You need to make it to midnight. And Absolutely. when you made it to midnight, it's a new day. And then just repeat. Repeat that. <laughs> that's how Absolutely. you live your life. That's why... Yeah, people don't understand it until they really do. And one day at a time really means one day at a time. I'm not dealing with all of the problems in the world 
and what's yep. going to happen 20 years from now. It's just, just worrying about right now. being present just today. When I was going through the Reiki training of just honing the craft of energy, one of the principles, this is mantra that I was taught and it was shared with me that I want to share here because I feel like it would be perfect for for anybody and everybody to be able to embody. And it goes, just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will be grateful. Just for today, I will work hard on myself. Just for today, I will be kind to all living things. That is wonderful. And you saved me from, I was going to ask you if you could leave us with something wonderful, <laughs> like an affirmation. And you actually just did it. <laughs> because I think we're, I think we're had an awesome conversation. We're, we're totally vibing. I, I just, I, I want to support you in whatever way I can. Oh, I appreciate uh, you. Thank you so and, much for having me on here. Um, oh, you're actually my very first podcast. Great. This is my very first podcast. So oh, no kidding. That's mm-hmm. that's amazing. It's one of the things I was trying to do is is elevate and talk to some people outside of my wheelhouse, but specifically to elevate some black voices. So thank you very much for doing that. I really appreciate that. And, and March's International Women's Month, which is when your episode will probably come out. So I'm super happy that this is your first podcast. I, I'm blessed that you came on mine. I really appreciate yes. it. So I'm great. super excited. I've been really nervous. This is like this next cycle of my life in opening <laughs> up and softening up and sharing my story. You know, that's one of the things I think I've been the most nervous of. And that yeah. fear, you know, when I was vulnerable for I wasn't accepted. And now it's like, just share your story. Just share your story. That's what I keep being told to share your story. And so I'm just very grateful to have been like gifted this space to begin that journey and sharing my story. And, and I'm just excited to see what's to come because I just want to serve and give back to others like myself. You just have felt that, that lost, that insecure, not fitting in and just, I get it. Like I've been there. I know the struggle and I just want everybody to know that like, it's just a season. It's just a chapter. Yep. And you're not alone in it. You're not alone. Mostly everybody in the world literally right now is in it with you. So it's kind of take advantage of the time. It seems like weird to say that, but take advantage of this time where everybody's in this down cycle a bit to center where you are in, your, in yourself. Yeah. You know, that's what I did. That's literally what I I did. (laughs) Can I just say, if this was your first podcast, there's no way I would have known that because you've been just so awesome. And this was such a natural, this was actually really at the, at the height of what I wanted to get into on this show. And in general, when I came up with the concept of the show was talking about these kinds of things and you did, you nailed it. This was, this was so good. I'm just, like I said, I'm in a state of gratitude. I, I'm happy, you know, I took the leap of faith and, you know, saw your post. And I was like, you know what? We can do this. You know, we can do this. And I'm just, I'm just grateful for you. I'm, I'm glad to be able to have you as a friend. And. Uh, oh yeah. I, we're, we are friends now for sure. And we'll, we'll check in with each other in 
in sometime in the future and, and do it again. We'll see like when the world opens up, how we can, Absolutely. how our conversation could change and, and talk about the adjustment going back into uh, full on life for everybody. How do people see, cause I know, but how do people yes. find you, your business? What yes. what can they do to connect with you and your, your Etsy? And tell me everything, literally just yes. do that thing, so, the commercial. You're a commercial now. I love it. it so right now my website's under construction. However, the at is still going to be the same. And that's uniquely fit to you, which is U-N-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-I-T, the number two, and the letter U. That can be found on Instagram. TikTok, Facebook, and then that will be my www moving forward with my website as well. Great. And uh, is that how they find you on, on Etsy too? You may have already said. Yes. Yes. And Etsy. I did forget about Etsy. Yes. You'll be able to find that at Etsy as well. Anywhere, you know, I'm, I'm here to support. I'm here to help. As I mentioned, everything that I do Minimum right now, 10% of everything that I do goes to support suicide prevention and awareness. So just know that this isn't just about me and you know putting money in my pocket. This is about giving back to the community and helping serve others that are in need. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a wonderful service. And, and even, you know, it's free to follow you on TikTok and Instagram. And, and all those links are going to be linked up in the show notes and, and will be we'll have sort of a launch when we put the episode out. I'll certainly let you know that and tag you up on that. And I'm going to encourage everybody to check you out on all of your social networks and you you will go viral on TikTok. I know you will. I'm, I'm a little nervous, but I'm also really excited. You know, this is, this is a new journey for me and I'm just, I'm excited to be here. You know, I have gratitude for myself for not giving up. (laughs) But I'm, completely grateful to you and as i said before great first podcast i'm coming up on march 1st which is only a couple of days from now be my i was on my first podcast 12 years ago wow yeah amazing. So, so this is a great a great vibe we just got there that was yes. so awesome you did a great job and uh, i really thank appreciate you. it thank you so much thank you again for having me i look forward to talking to you again soon great akila thank you so much for coming on i think this is great and i will talk to you soon See you later. Bye. Please like, subscribe, and leave your comments below. Support the podcast at clayinferno.substack.com, paypal.me slash C-L-A-Y-N-F-E-R-N-O. Music by House of Harm. Support the artists at houseofharm.bandcamp.com.